Produced by women about women, Powerful Women Let's Talk is a series of interviews with women who are trailblazers and have helped shape our world, transforming who we are and how we live. Hello, everyone. Time for Powerful Women. Let's talk. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Jennifer Moss. It is such a pleasure to bring you today's powerful woman, Paola Mendeville. She is the bilingual business development officer at Grow, providing technical assistance and working capital loans to small business owners. She's also the vice president of catering for her family business, El Granjero Mexican Grill, established in 2007. Born and raised in Mexico City, Paola moved to Grand Rapids in 2005. She attended Grand Rapids Community College and years later obtained her bachelor's degree in business administration from Ferris State University. Paola was awarded the university's Pace Center Award in 2021. She currently serves in the Inforum West Michigan Council and the Ferris Grand Rapids Council. Paola served in the City of Grand Rapids Planning Commission for two years as well. And she's a non-traditional first-generation college grad passionate about providing personal growth opportunities and connections for her networking circles, including the Latina Network and the Latina Community Coalition. And of course, all of that has Powerful Women written all over it. Welcome, Paola, to Powerful Women. Let's talk. We appreciate you being here. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much for having me. Indeed. So a bit more about Paola before we begin our conversation. She was named the top women-owned business by the Grand Rapids Business Journal and one of the top 50 Latinas in Michigan by the Hispanic Latino Commission of Michigan. She was the first Latina to be on the cover of the West Michigan Woman Magazine, the winter 2019 edition, and most recently she was named Hispanic Business Person of the Year by the West Michigan Hispanic Chamber of Commerce for 2022. She lives on the west side with her husband, her two children, and we want to welcome you again, Paola. Thanks so much for joining us today. Excited to be here, yes. So let's start, let's talk about a little bit about um, the restaurant, El Granjero. Um, you are the co-owner there, um, but you're also the bilingual business development officer at Grow. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot on your plate. You're a very busy woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm passionate about always doing something. I want to make sure that there is productivity, there is steps moving forward with my business, or family business, or with um, the community that I know working at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce back in 2010 for six years. That mm -hmm. gave me a lot of opportunity to get to know the challenges and barriers for the Latino business community here, um, including my mom, right? So she didn't feel comfortable speaking in English all the time. Mm -hmm. So paperwork was overwhelming. Going to meetings, introducing herself, that was something intimidating. So having me kind of like the face of the business, because believe me, you don't want me in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm not a good cook, unfortunately. That's kind of like- I bet you do well. <laughs> I bet you do well. I know the recipes and I know the process is just like, I cannot execute the way they do. My husband, who it's our kitchen manager, um, they're very passionate about it. They make it look so easy. Mm -hmm. and it's delicious so that that's their job but yeah I've been the face of the business for so long and like you said co-owner like in paper I'm not even a co-owner I've been mm -hmm. an employee all this time that's how <laughs> I wanted working <laughs> yes yes so some of the things as we look at that and, and you being the face and and doing a lot of the conversation 
over time, first of all, let us say congratulations, 15 years. Yes, You just celebrated you. that or at the 15. beginning of the month. Yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> exciting. Uh, mm -hmm. Does it seem like it's been that long that you all have been uh, celebrating? Especially after the pandemic, it's just mm -hmm. like, where did the time go? Are you serious? Like, we remember the first anniversary and we look at our pictures and the people who were there, our customers that were small families, now they bring their children, they're so tall, maybe taller than me. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at you. So it's been a very, very um, exciting journey. And the business has grown quite a bit over these number of years, the 15 years. Yes, yes. We're very thankful for the community that Grand Rapids loves authentic Mexican food and there are so many options and we still have that loyalty and that following. And even through the pandemic, seeing the love and support from our customers just has no comparison to any award recognition, knowing that they be there, they'll be there for you. Mm -hmm. It's so important to our family roots, our team, especially everybody, you know, willing to come back from this uncertainty and, and have their job back at the restaurant and things like that. It's just so amazing. I bet that it is. And, and everything is, is so exciting. Like I said, you've got a lot going on, very busy. Are you enjoying this journey as you go along? That's always an important kind of a stopgap to check and, and do that inner check. Are you enjoying the journey along the way here? It is, yes. The, the one thing that we miss at the restaurant is not having our family from Mexico going to come visit, able to, you know, get the experience, which is very unfortunate. But that's why our customers at the restaurant become our family because mm -hmm. they've been coming for years. They have so many great memories. Um, they help us improve our service, our food. So, um, you know, when you're passionate about the hospitality industry, the cooking is just so rewarding to see how far we've come. Okay, and, and as we speak of rewards, I, you know, there's been years in the making to get to this point of 15 years and the celebratory piece of that. But along the way, have you encountered barriers yourself, your business, um, as you proceeded along this journey? Have there been barriers that you guys have encountered or that you have encountered? Yes, even from the beginning. I mean, it was 2007. So um, there was a lot of um, unemployment in the state, in the region. We had a lot of people that were moving out, so we couldn't find employees either or um, customers, right? So um, that, that time was challenging, especially, you know, they say within the three years, some restaurants fail and cannot keep open. And to see that even through the uh, recession and um, housing issues, all of that, we kind of like survive and made our way beyond that mark. And then mm -hmm. five years and then 10 years. Then uh, with the pandemic, same thing, navigating their certainty, the, mm -hmm. the challenges. Um, what was important for us at the time is having that communication and collaboration with other restaurant owners in our neighborhoods or beyond with uh, the breweries with everyone in the industry knowing that we were facing those same challenges coming with resources coming with you know just a place to bend if necessary mm -hmm. during that time so i think that transparency that communication again with with those members helped navigate the challenges and yes it's unfortunate to see that many restaurants did not survive the pandemic they closed not maybe not right away but after two years we've seen that more and more are going out of business which is very unfortunate but we see we understand the challenge so what has it taken for you paulo to get as you you navigate through all of this get comfortable in your own skin you're the, like you said the face of the restaurant and you also work with grow 
how have you become comfortable within yourself as a, a female leader in our community? I feel like uh, the love and support from, from the networks that you mentioned, having other Latinas know that we, we work hard, we collaborate, we open doors for others. That's what makes me stronger, knowing that somebody mm -hmm. else is succeeding or maybe that if I'm inspiring someone else to achieve their goals, whether, whether it's going back to school because I was a high school dropout, but here was my second chance to go and finish high school and eventually college and you know, the university. Finding your voice, not always knowing that you, your career path would look like, but knowing what your passion is and following that path. So the encouragement and empowerment from others is what keeps me going. That's a good word there. So, and I know you work with a lot of people between the restaurant and with Grow. What leadership traits are, do you like to see in those who you mentor, those who are on the journey with you, those who are in your employment? Um, what kind of leadership skills do you like to see? I think consistency has to be one of them. Um, and I, I apply that even to my um, workout routine, right? Um, la, at the beginning of the pandemic, of course, the gyms were closed, so we couldn't do anything. But at my home, at least, we improvised and had our little gym space and mm -hmm. having our kids do some workout with us. It helps us keep moving, keep active. It's healthy, not only for your body, for your mind. Mm -hmm. So I encourage them to do the same. Whenever you have time to kind of like the self-care is important, do it. If it is getting your nails done, if it is having a coffee with a friend, if it is taking a walk, going for happy hour, whatever it is, find that too. Because oftentimes we don't talk about the balance of mm -hmm. our professional roles, our families, our own individual priorities so I feel like that that's important the consistency of doing what you want not only like oh once in like every few months it's just like doing it like get it in the calendar if it's important to you get it set a time and so you build those barriers about it like or boundaries I mean saying oh I'm committed to this because it's good for me so I'm gonna do it whatever it is so that consistency and I guess another one would be having fun with it you know, mm -hmm. I, I actually got to a point at the restaurant that I was tired. I, I needed a break. You know, 15 years in this industry is not easy, um, especially with the transition out of the pandemic, well, which we think we are, but we currently are not. Mm -hmm. You know, customers were a little more impatient now. We were not seeing the same support or patience with us, with the team, with the business mm -hmm. in general. And so I knew that I needed to kind of like step back and say, I need other leadership. And that's when my sister came in. So October last year, she offered to kind of like take into my role of having the catering operations. Mm -hmm. And she's doing a fantastic job. I mean, one year and she has already doubled the catering sales for the restaurant before the pandemic numbers. So I knew that I was being a very to myself, to the mm -hmm. business, because mm -hmm. my mind just wasn't there. We had done so much for so long. Yeah. And you do, you get tired after a while. Mm -hmm. So yeah. have, like knowing your limit, I guess. Absolutely. Because I was going to ask you, how, how do you feel about getting it all done? But you kind of answer that those daily pressures and, and setting those guidelines, getting that personal time, that me time, and sometimes maybe even stepping back. 
when you look back at the 15 years, what inspired you to like to do the business, to go into business with your mom? Was it like a no choice thing because we're family mm-hmm. um, and to help Granjero, El Granjero grow to where it is today? Mm-hmm. Or was it something that was in your spirit, in your heart that you just wanted to do or knew was that was part <laughs> of what you wanted? We, I don't think we honestly had a plan, like no plan <laughs> at all. Our, our background in Mexico was that, the hospitality mm-hmm. industry. My mom used to work at five-star hotels and restaurants. And even at the age of 14 years old, I started to work at catering events, at venues that a lot of people, you know, you, you don't have to be certified or anything, just helping clearing the tables or mm-hmm. setting it up, things like that. So I started at a very young age. But what inspired me was the, the sense of hospitality, just making guests feel at home, feel that they're being taken care of. That, to me, is important. And so when we came, my mom was working there. And I, it's funny because she invited me to go work with her. And I said, oh, no, I don't like that restaurant. I'm not working there. Forget <laughs> mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, 15 years later, we're there once she took ownership. Um, but yes, 15 years ago, the owner was going out of business. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm closing down. Um, I hope that you guys find another job in the middle of the recession. Goodbye. And and that was my mom's like uh, passion and dream to have her own mm-hmm. restaurant. So to me, it was like a no brainer. I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. We, we didn't even stop and think, what if we fail? And it's just like, boom, let's get this menu. Let's choose mm-hmm. the name. She went to the bank and it's just like, get it going, get it. You know, and it, it all done. came together. It that's did. That's not an easy thing it's to just not. say, you know, we're going to just open a restaurant because it's difficult. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. So what an awesome opportunity. And 15 years later, here you are. So I always like to kind of round out things with this question. That's one of my favorites. What is it that makes you laugh? What do you do? Because everybody, you know, laughter is good for the soul. You talk about how you get burned out and you're like, you know, I need a change. Or And your sister came in and started doing the catering piece. But along the way, we along our journeys, you know, especially as women in, in business and doing different things, you need that opportunity to just chuckle a little bit. What makes you laugh? I would say singing. You know, <laughs> for my birthday this past month, I had a karaoke party and it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, singing because I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> That's what it makes it fun. And that people, you know, uh, step out of their comfort zones and did it with mm-hmm. me anyway. And we were like, it was like a 90s theme mm-hmm. party. So we had a great time. And so any opportunity that I have to just be myself and don't have that mask that sometimes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the professional world we have to, yeah. you know, have to be appropriate and behave and polite all the time. And right there, just like, oh my gosh, I'm singing my heart out right now to my yeah. favorite 90s song and we're just having fun. So a- a opportunity to let your hair down and just kind of yeah. do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And with those who love you and yes. are supporting you, that's important too. Yes. So tell me, do you, you know, we've got a lot happening in this world that we live in today. People are often looking for that word of encouragement. You talked a little bit about encouraging your employees uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a, by chance, a favorite saying, a model, or something that you keep in your heart or your space that you use for yourself or to others to help encourage along the way? Mm-hmm. So I grew up with my mother saying, querer es poder in Spanish, which translates to something like, when you really want something, you're going to accomplish it. And I think I've heard that say it. If you want something, you don't find excuses. You find kind of like the purpose behind of it. So, yeah, right now to me, we've seen a lot of uh, people 
thinking about themselves first, which is mm -hmm. great because before it's all go, 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 let me get this. It's a family, it's a work, always putting everything else before mm -hmm. them. And now I think we're seeing that there are more boundaries, that there are more structure or maybe more laid back. I don't know what it is, but if that makes them feel comfortable mm -hmm. and able to recharge, then I'll encourage that. And so sometimes I need to hear that advice, right? Mm -hmm. So just knowing, knowing what makes you happy and also not feeling guilty about when you say no. Mm -hmm. Because once you say your limits and you're like, oh, but I should have and I feel sorry, it's like, no. And my sister is like that. She's a Scorpio and she has no regrets. She's not being rude. She's mm -hmm. like, um, that's not going to work for me. This is what I'm doing. And to me, it was like, ah, oh my gosh, at the beginning, like we mm -hmm. had that uh, constant uh, shock every time. But mm -hmm. now I understand where she's coming from. And she's giving me an opportunity to be another time, type of leader, leader because beyond being sisters and I'm the, her older sister, being able to kind of like manage her time, her mm -hmm. uh, work at the restaurant with the catering. I don't have doubts that she's doing a great job because she has amazing feedback, like the results that I mentioned to you. But it's giving me a chance to also not be so control freak, mm -hmm. which I'm used to because you want the event to go perfect Absolutely. and yeah. Yeah. please your guests and your customers. But at the same time, it's like giving her that chance. And sometimes it might fail and that's okay because I have failed too. So, you know, growing together as a family, in the business, um, in our professional roles, she's doing great. Awesome. And what's the saying again? What's it called? What did you say? Querer es poder. Wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Paula Mendeville, thank you so much for joining us today on Powerful Women Let's Talk. We so enjoyed our conversation with you. So nice talking with you. And we want to thank you, too, for joining us for another edition of Powerful Women Let's Talk. I'm Jennifer Moss. Do enjoy your day. Thank you. Produced by women, about women. These powerful podcasts focus on powerful women and how their strength transforms who we are and how we live. Want to hear more powerful women Let's Talk? Get additional interviews at WGVU.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and subscribe. Powerful Women Let's Talk is produced by WGVU at the Meyer Public Broadcast Center at Grand Valley State University. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of WGVU, its underwriters, or Grand Valley State University.